0: I'm BRL, son. Peace. This son. is Nelson's dialect. You're tuned into Beats, Rhymes and Life. This is BSB. You're listening to BRL. Yo, this is Ray. You're listening to
1: BRL. What up? It's 360. Yeah, yeah. This is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. I'm
2: Seth Century. You're on Beats, Rhymes and Life, and I endorse this product.
0: Beats family. This is El Fresh the Lion. on beach Beats, Rhymes and Life. Stay tuned. This is where hip hop lives. It's
2: BRL, the podcast, another classics episode digging into our craze of the old uh, Joondalup era stuff and uh, a huge back-to-back one tonight. We're going to replay my chat with 360 in uh, 2017 I believe was this interview. There is a second interview but it's a lot more sort of direct about a, a regional tour so I thought I wouldn't include that one. I was going to do a supercut and then thought well there's not really much in the second one I can use. It was way more sort of like hit and quit promotional stuff. Uh, this one sort of mentioned some uh, old BRL history uh, a bit more about the album Young Modern, which is, uh, well, his last album to date, and also uh, I'd say his best album. I think it's his best work as well. So uh, we talk about that in depth. And then at the back of that is a conversation with L. Fresh the Lion. Now, this is uh, him just signing up to Elephant Tracks. So um, he was about to sort of become pretty goddamn big. So we caught him on the bottom end of that upswing, and now you know, L Fresh is a pretty big name in Australian hip-hop. He'd already dropped one, and uh, by the way, shouts to old mate Greg Tangy, uh, aka Ruxton, uh, who uh, hooked this one up for me. He knew L Fresh from well before the record, so he uh, got the hook-up on this one, so uh, shouts to him, because this turned out to be a great conversation, and I love talking to L Fresh, so... Uh, here it is uh two all-time classics back to back on BRL first up 360 and then we'll chat to L fresh the line beats rhymes and life now we've got a gentleman on the phone who uh, is actually kind of uh connected to the early days of this program now I'm I gonna do remember ah oh, you do that was gonna be the last I... question
1: <laughs> yeah far out man that's crazy this what a trip out.
2: I know. Uh, actually, let's just make that for the first question because joining us on the phone is one of the biggest names in Australian hip-hop, well, history even. We got 360 on the line on BRL. How you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm good, brother. How are you?
2: Not too bad. Now, um, we normally open with the coffee question. Let's just move that aside because uh, it's just hit you in the brain. Um, in the early days of Beats Rhymes to Life, a 16-year-old version of 360 recorded a track for BRL. Now, uh, I don't have a copy of this track. It's gone to the ether. It's just disappeared. But uh, it's, it's kind of interesting to see you know, this uh, young prodigy from way back then separate the the 10-12 years and of course uh, you've gone on to have a massive career and uh, well it all comes around to now uh, you're putting out one of the better records of 2017 with Vintage Modern. So welcome to the program. Thank you man.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate that. What a trip out eh? It's funny how
0: that's, that's just
1: spun me out. I can't believe that. I did not expect it to hear Beats, Rhymes and Life just then because i can clearly remember writing that song when i was younger wow <laughs> and you know the funny part
2: it was is that there would have been absolutely no way for you to hear that show back then we didn't have a live stream in 03 so <laughs> no <Nah, laughs> so it
1: was it was over the internet that i just uh i just it was like i sent someone an ep3 of it and they played it on the radio when they were on there
2: yes I was like, "Whoa." And I was like, "Oh, this this kid 60s good. This kid 60s good. Well, it's turned out you've gone pretty well since." Now, um <laughs> album is out went out uh, last Friday and um, as I said before, I think this might be my favorite record of yours. Um this is also uh, especially personal for you. Um, this comes from a, a, a pretty dark place for you.
1: Yeah, this um it's a it's interesting, man, because you know all my albums that I've made in the past, like that uh, Utopia, the last album, mm. I actually made uh, probably half of it while I was clean, half of it while I was still on drugs. Mm-hmm. And um, all the albums before that, I was I was just heavily using like crazy. So this album is in, the entire album has been done clean. Like I've been, I'm coming up to three years clean. So the whole, the whole
2: congratulations,
1: the whole thank you, man. The whole process was just being so much different but so much better like it's so it, it's surprising like I always thought you know some sort of substance is going to be needed to create to be so creative and and you know write raps and try and be intricate and stuff but being clear-headed and not being affected by drugs has I think made me even better like definitely I feel like I'm way more on point in understanding of rap and of fell in love with the art of rap so much more and on this album i think hopefully that comes across
2: it, it does because uh you bring the bars on this one there is some uh absolute you know sharp stuff all over it um you know the uh uh Coop de grace that's an example of that with you and pez and um yeah Seth century on that one a bunch of other tracks uh, across this record it's sort of like oh oh uh this guy's back. This guy's in some of the best form of his career, and it and it shows.
1: I'm glad, man. I'm I, I'm very appreciative of that because it's definitely important for me. Like I think, um, like as much as I've done so much, so many things, like like had a lot of success as far as like commercial wise and stuff like that. I've made a lot of pop records and had some really big radio songs and stuff like that. First and foremost, I am a rapper and I have studied the art of rap since I was a young kid. Like I've always been into the art form and the, and just how it all works and, you know, every single element of it. So it's always something I've wanted to help evolve with every album. And I think if you listen to my albums in succession, you can hear it, hear that for sure. It's just the production that really changes, Mm. but with this album, I feel like I was—it's—it's it's the hunger level for me as an MC has just been on a whole different level. Like I've just wanted to come back and just—I want to be the best rapper in the world right now. That's where my hunger level's at. Like I might not be the best rapper in the world, but that's how hungry I am to be the best rapper in the world. So that's really what I'm trying to do—is just up my game with the rapping so much and. But also bring the element of stories. I mean, uh, songwriting as well. So have amazing records, but with extremely good raps at the same time. That's the, that's really the goal.
2: Absolutely. And once again, it, it shows. It shows that it like, um, looks like the focus is 100% back and... Um, <laughs> I think this is going to do pretty well anyway, because I think people kind of forgot that you might have one of the best flows in the country. I think a few people kind of forgot that. Um, you know, sort of when, I guess, you know, you sort of see internet trolls, you know, trying to compare you with Cursor, which is like the dumbest comparison in the history of it. I know you guys had that famous battle, but um, it's, it's kind of ridiculous for me to compare the pair of you completely different artists. It's like, you know... Uh. It's, Man,
1: it's crazy. It's like that battle happened so many years ago. Let it go. Yes. Like, we're, we're different artists. We're not – and we're not actually rivals. Like, <laughs> I talk to that dude now. We're friend, We're friendly. We're not like – it's not like there's any beef or any bad blood there. Like, I, I send him congratulations about all of his success, you know. Like, I'm really I, – I respect that guy so much, and I have a lot of, like – I've loved seeing him succeed. So people need to just chill with that shit.
2: Absolutely. Um, On on top of that, as well, um, you know, sort of uh, knowing uh, the background now that we've sort of kind of connected on the name BRL once again, it was, um, I I worked in commercial radio myself for uh, quite a few years. And uh, the, you know, the Boys Like You single came out and was a massive, massive hit, I think, 2011 from memory. Um, yeah, I just remember being super proud. I was like, "Oh wait!" I remember this dude at sixteen sending me tracks, and now he's you know currently one of the top ten most played singles on commercial radio. So I'm just like, nah, more power to him. Keep going," kind of oh, thing. Oh, that's
1: great. That's I appreciate that, man. Because a, a lot of people in the hip hop community don't have that outlook. You know, like it's it's very prevalent to have the the kind of I think it's changing now, but to have that sort of mindset and that you know. Rap needs to have a certain sound and if you alleviate from that sound and make something a little bit different that pushes boundaries and blends other genres in there that you're kind of selling out from being a rap artist. But, you know, I've always made the music that I've wanted to make. I've always, uh, you know, at that stage when I did Boys Like You and stuff, I was inspired by pop music more Mm. than I was by rap. So I really wanted to make more poppy shit. You know what I mean? So it's like... It's just it's for me it's it's it'd be selling out if I didn't do that like if I just did the stuck to the formula of doing rap and hip hop and and just doing that kind of consider what's considered real shit mm. you know what I mean like I I feel like I've been doing everything that I've deep down wanted to do ever since like I was a young kid. So, yeah, it's interesting, man, that, that divide. And I think it's getting better, though, you know? Like, people are becoming way more open-minded these days to shit like they want. Like, instead of bringing down rappers that have massive success they big them up now like i think that's really good and a positive thing because we need that like instead of trying to compete and you know have this beef with everyone who's successful we should all be supporting one another and trying to bring each other up you know it's it's the only way the scene's going to grow even bigger
2: absolutely and and, you know there's uh, there's of course you know the success stories you're one of them um you you can name cursor you can name bliss and so of course the hoods uh so there's plenty out there and there's um, plenty room for more success so all this kind of scene nonsense which is something i don't personally get into like i know there's a lot of uh bullshit especially when it comes to you know people being uh you know comparing rappers to other rappers i guess it's just the the nature of the scene i guess it grows from competition from you know battles back in the day and everyone sort of wants to replicate you know 1989 or whatever yeah uh, it just uh, it just bothers me it's like um we're we're a growing genre it's a good yeah. genre but and there's plenty more different styles of hip-hop as opposed to sort of back in 2003 uh I, yeah, yeah but I, I'm, I'm with you on that one yeah i'm i'm glad you experimented i'm glad you got successful uh across those last couple of albums, and I think this one's going to do well anyway, especially if, you know, the sort of, uh, you know, uh, haters in the scene go, oh, wait, 60's got bars. Of course he does, you dopes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that a lot. And that's that's one thing I've never understood. It's like, all these people go, sell out. Oh, he doesn't know what real rap is. It's like... Are you actually listening? Because I'm, I'm still dropping punchlines and wordplay and still trying to wrap my ass off, even if I'm making more poppy shit. Yeah, it's just the beats aren't that hip hoppy. You know what I mean? It, it back then in those days anyway. I think mm. this, this. Oh, this album, album,
2: this album's got got the fire, ladies and gentlemen. And also, if if you weren't paying attention, the mixtapes as well over the last few years. You go take a listen to those and go, oh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) People forgot that uh, 60 can rhyme. I think that's what people should know. So if you're a new fan, um, you know, get around this brand new record, and and you know what, listen to the rest as well because it's sort of a progression from um, you know where you started to where you were to where you are now. And yeah, yeah, perfectly said. It's just, you know, it's kind of come full circle and I, I'm i a big fan of this record. It's called Vintage Modern. It is now out for everyone to get. And on top of that, you're coming to Perth, well, soon being March next year. So, uh, you know, are you excited to come
1: back? Man, I cannot wait. Yeah, the Astor is such an amazing venue as well. So I'm so excited to come back. I love Perth as well, just Yeah, I absolutely love it here. So I'm coming back to Perth. I cannot wait. (laughs) Perth, this this Perth show is going to be mental, man. I'm really excited and I can't wait till we announce the actual guest that are going to be coming along on this tour.
2: Outstanding. So uh, that is coming up. It is the Vintage Modern Tour. You can pretty much start to get your tickets from now. And uh, that is March 10, 2018. And uh, we'll mention it closer to the date as well. But uh, 60, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And um, back in the day, thanks for the theme song, sir.
1: Man, my pleasure. My pleasure. It'd be funny to do a new one, eh? Like, do a completely new, fresh one and just murder it with the bars. If
2: if you do that, um, you yeah, uh, know, your publicist there has my digits. We can hook that up. That's easy. If you got time, of course.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I, I could do that for sure. Yeah. Oh, that, I'd love to do that. That would, that would be such a good thing to take it full circle, you know, and... Come back and do another one. I'm, I'm down, man. So, Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. But thank you for the interview, man. I no, appreciate it.
2: No worries. Uh, well, we're going to play another track from Vintage Bond right now on BRL. Thanks very much for your time. 360. Cheers, brother. The BRL fam has increased by one. Son of BRL has now arrived in this world, which makes the Patreon way more important now. Support the show that supports your scene. And keep the show as successful as it is at the moment. Helping that out. Patreon.com slash sun. That is Patreon.com slash sun. I've had no sleep. And now joining us on the phone is L Fresh the Lion. How are you doing, sir?
0: Hey, man, I'm doing really good. Happy New Year to everybody out there.
2: Now we just got some big news down the wire, L Fresh. In fact, you just told me before we started talking that you have just signed with Elephant Tracks. How
0: does that feel? That's a big
2: Australian hip hop label to be attached to. That is huge.
0: Yeah, man, it's an honor and it's a privilege. Um, it's a great team of artists, no doubt. And you know what, man, I'm just I'm very thankful to be given the opportunity. For me, it's it's one of those things where it's like, Okay, well now We've got a whole other team on board to, to, to take music and to take this to the next level, and I'm really, really excited about that. It's, it's going to be a powerful um, and, and powerful uh, collaboration.
2: Now, you are coming to Western Australia this weekend, and you are visiting Bunbury, Margaret River, and Fremantle. These shows are all available, and you can get tickets to all these still?
0: Yes, there should still be tickets available. I'm very excited uh, one of those shows is a free show, I believe. It's the Margaret River show is a free show, I think. Let me yes. just have a look real quick, and yep. then um, yeah, grab your tickets. It's going to be so much fun.
2: And you also have a seven-piece band with you.
0: Well, not for this tour. I wish I could bring my seven-piece. <laughs> I was to about WA to.
2: Because that was the follow-up question to that. Is like if you said yes, it would have been like that's pretty
0: expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I didn't set the damn ticket prices.
2: So, how much are tickets for people, by the way?
0: It says, pre-sale tickets are $25, including a booking fee.
2: Excellent. So, it's going to be, what can people expect from your show?
0: Man, expect a lot of fun, a lot of movement. Uh, My music is about movement. So, it's about getting you to move physically to get you to dance when you're at the show. It's about getting you to move uh, mentally and spiritually also with the lyrics and the soulfulness of the music. So. You, you you know you expect to have fun, but you also expect to be hitting the heart. So um, it's going to be very entertaining, and it's going to be very powerful. That's for sure.
2: Now, last year was an absolute monster for you. You dropped your first yeah. You know, is that your first album? One?
0: Yes, that's right. My first album, debut album.
2: Yep. So your debut album one. It is getting a lot of good press, a lot of airplay. Uh, you've been touring off it as well. Like, Was this kind of what you expected going into releasing that in May last year?
0: Man, when you release an album, you always hope for the best. You know. You always try and plan for, for big things to happen. Uh, when reality kind of kicks in, sometimes those things plan out exactly as you had envisioned. Other times they don't. Mm-hmm. We were very fortunate with this album in that a lot of things that we had envisioned happened, and a lot of the things um, that kind of came to us were also quite, you know, hit us by surprise too. So, you know, it was it was definitely a year of growth, a year of development um, and a year that kind of let Australia know what I'm about um, and, you know, from off of that, you know, we were able to reach a whole bunch of different places across the country um, in a really kind of powerful way and you know it's been a great journey I'm sure this year will be just as powerful Um and we look to kind of just capitalise on that momentum and just keep building you know now um,
2: you're going to get uh, one of the compliments of the early years so far you have the single best beard in Australian hip hop possibly Australian music um, so do people? is that something that people do people come up and like try and stroke your beard at shows
0: yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they do. And, um, Knew it. Um, and and you know, my, my my take on this is is um, is interesting. I, I don't mind people being curious um, and and being interested, mm-hmm. um, but I do take exception to, to the way in which people approach that situation and that scenario. Um, oh. You know, if if it's if it's, if it's, if it's purely just that. No one, no question, not even asked, and just assume that it's gonna be okay for you to touch my beard. And say, <laughs> Whoa, hold up! You know, let me, let me, let me, let me stop you right there because for yeah. me, this is not, a, this is not a novelty. You know, I'm no I was rocking his beard before hipsters thought it was cool. You know, this is, yep. this is, this is not a fashion statement for me. This is my way of being and my way of life, and it's mm. beyond. It's beyond physical. It's spiritual. So you know, approach me with respect. With that said, I've had people who ask me and have genuinely been curious and and inquired about it, and then been respectful. And then it's like, you know what, man, I appreciate that. I'm not this egotistical dude who's like, get out of my space, like, let's mm. talk about it. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. But it is. It's always. It's always. It makes it interesting conversation.
2: Now it is. It is a very. It's a fantastic beard, and um, Thank it, it comes, <laughs> Well, it is come from. because uh, you, you're you're a Sikh. So yeah. it's a, it's a, to do with your uh, your lifestyle and your religious practices and yeah. such. Uh, and that comes up a little bit in your music as well, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, man, I think it inherently comes up in the music, you know, without me even trying. You know, it's just part of who I am, just in the way that other artists have their ways of being. You know, it's it's just part of who we are as individuals and as human beings. It just happens to be my experience. And mm-hmm. because of my practice, you know, I stand out so much. So it's something that people inquire about, you know, which is, Awesome, because it's one of those things that's, you know, I, I, I can um, I enjoy talking about and, and, and informing people about because I learn at the same time as you know when I'm sharing with others also. Mhm, and um,
2: yeah. with that as well, like uh, I'm I'm assuming that there are some idiots out there that would uh, mistaken being a Sikh for Islam. Do you, do you cop some um do you cop some shit for that?
0: Yeah, I do. And it's a shame that, that, that people, are, it's one that they have to cop shit just for being... Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> Let's not forget that. And, yeah, and it's, it's one of those things that, you know, again, I take each and every instance an encounter as an opportunity and where it is possible to, to build and to um, have an intellectual and logical discussion with people, then I take that route, you know, and, and, and hope that that will, you know, build towards some sort of positive outcome um, in that in that instance, you know that to me is the most important thing. So I, it's not one of those things that I'm afraid of. It's one of those things like, okay, well, mm-hmm. if that happens, I'm prepared. You know, yep. I know. So. You
2: have you have things chambered, like, uh, hey, uh, first of all, I'm not Islamic. Second of all, um, judging someone just because of you know what deity they actually uh, you know pray to or. Feel some kind of warmth to. Yeah, I don't, even, yeah, go, that's, I don't that's... even go.
0: I don't even think about it on that level. Like I don't go. The my preparation isn't like okay. Well, what am I going to say? Because each instance is is quite different. Yeah. I kind of I kind of go from I kind of operate on the level of feel. So you know when when I I think about different situations, I think about okay. Well, how is how what's the feel and the vibe like in this particular instance? Okay, mm-hmm. if it's aggressive. Okay, then my response needs to be such and such and such, okay, um, in terms of what my my response should be in terms of feel and emotion and, and, and whatnot. So that kind of then you know guides my preparation so that when an instance does come up, because every time someone says something, it might be the same, it might be different. You never really know. Everyone's going to respond differently. You just got to go with with the with feel of that instance, you know.
2: Or if someone just comes up to you and goes, hey, Elfresh, can I have a hug?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool, man. You know, I'm not hating. That's, that's beautiful. We just did. We did Woodford at the end of last year, and um, Woodford Festival was amazing, and there was a lot of, hey, can I have a hug? It's like, yeah, man, you can have a hug. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: um, yeah. And is, is that why you've uh, become an ambassador for Altogether now?
0: Um, that was one of those things where, you know, I've, I've, I've been following Altogether now for, for quite a while. You know, there's not any other charitable organization in the country that focuses on um uh dealing with racism um in general but also in a positive way. Um that's kind of non government. So, you know, I, 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 I've been following them and then uh just tried to work with them as much as possible, reached out said, Look, whatever you need, let me help, you know, I'm, I'm this is something that I live regardless of whether you guys were here or not, I'd be wanting to, to work on this in uh you know, issue anyway. Uh, and then, you know, after working with them for a little while, they're like, we'd love you being ambassador. Again, man, I'd love to do that. You know, what, again, whatever you need on their foot.
2: Excellent.
0: Excellent stuff.
2: So um, we have this tour coming up. So are, are you looking forward to coming to WA? Have you been here before?
0: <laughs> yes, man. <WA. laughs>
2: that laugh, I've never heard anyone laugh with joy <laughs> before. Hey, are you happy to come to the booth? Like, yes,
0: I'm coming oh, yes. to WA. I've awesome. had nothing but amazing experiences in WA. I did an adult festival last year in regional WA and um I played Perth I believe once. I could be mistaken. Oh no, I've done it twice. I've done Perth twice. Um we came last year and I came in two thousand and nine also. So, you know, I'm 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 very excited. I've always had a good response there and the weather's always amazing. Um the people are always amazing. So you know, I'm looking forward to this time spending a bit more time. I've always kind of been in and out, but so this time I'm spending a bit more time and I'm touching places I haven't touched before um, and I get to bring uh, my team, Mirror, and MK1 with me, so I'm very excited.
2: Excellent. And 2015, uh, what are the, what's in the pipeline for you? What are you thinking for this new year?
0: Man, I'm writing new music. Um, you know, whether when that comes out is, a, is another question, but uh, I'm definitely working on new music. Uh, I'm trying to, again, get on different shows. I, for me, 2014, like I said earlier, was a growth year, an establishment year. 2015, for me, is a year of you know, um, solidification and, 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 and making a statement. So um, I've, I've got a lot of work to do this year, and um, I'm very much looking forward to it.
2: Indeed. So L Fresh the line in WA this week. He is at Bunbury at the Prince of Wales on the 15th. On the 16th, he's at Margaret River Settlers Tab. So if you're down there, it will be free. And for those Perthies, so I'm guessing pretty much the vast majority of everyone listening out there, the Frio show is at the Fly By Night on the 17th. El Fresh Alliance, it has been a pleasure.
0: Man, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Dropping EDM, hip
1: hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. Tune1.com.au. That's Tune, the number one.com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.